Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. And in this new year, I'd been thinking a lot about what I wanted to share in our devotional time together. In December, I was reading a book. I was just reflecting and and reading this book that somebody recommended to me called 10 Secrets for a Successful Family, A Perfect 10 for Homes That Win. That is a mouthful. That is a long title. It's by Adrian Rogers, and you can actually purchase it through our partnering ministry, Love Worth Finding. And I'll post that in the show notes and on social media and all those things so that you can get a copy of that if you would like one. But it goes through the entire layout of the Ten Commandments and why that is so important to teach your kids and to keep that so um, just on the forefront in your family and in your teaching your kids about sin and about right and wrong. You know, today in our world, absolute truth is it's just not taught. It's not taught. There are so many gray areas. Just do what you feel. If that feels good, do that. If you like this, do that. And that that is so opposite of what God's Word says. And so I have really taken a lot of wisdom and a lot of great, great things from this book. I couldn't even begin to share it all on just a short devotional podcast, so you'll need to get yourself a copy. But one thing in the first chapter that Dr. Rogers shares is his five parenting secrets for teaching the Bible to your kids. And when I read that, I was like, oh, I'm intrigued. I want to know what the five parenting secrets are. And there are five C's. But the verse that he put with those before he got started was Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. When I read this in just a minute, a lot of you are going to say, oh, yes, I absolutely have heard that verse many times. I recognize that verse. It's one of my favorites. But it says, and these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So this verse as a mom, you're probably listening to it. And if you're like me, it's it's a convicting verse. It is a challenging verse. And so he had me intrigued already when I read this verse. And then I'm thinking the five parenting secrets. And so I wanted to know more. And so I want to ask you a question before we get started. Are you currently teaching the commandments? Are you currently teaching the Bible in your home? And are you currently studying it yourself? He asked this question and it just hit me right in between the eyes because I was thinking, I I am studying the Bible, but I don't know if I could say the Ten Commandments to you right now. And and so just little things like that, he he'll get you. He'll he'll really just make you think. And so that's why I really am enjoying this book. And so if you want to know, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what the five C's are, the five parenting secrets. It's when you're teaching your kids about 
the Bible, when you're teaching your kids about your love for the Lord, when they're watching you, when they're when they are studying what you believe and what you do in your life, he tells you five parenting secrets to share the love of Christ with them in a way that they will see it as being a contagious thing, that they will want a relationship with Christ as well. And those five C's are convincingly, creatively, consistently, conversationally, and conspicuously. Well, that is a mouthful. A lot of C words, but today we're only going to be talking about convincingly, the first one. And so I'm just going to do one per month. And I really think that you will be encouraged by this. And if you want to know more about this book, because this is just from the first chapter, then you can absolutely um, grab a copy of it. But earlier I said in verse 6, if you remember, um, I said Deuteronomy 6, 6, and these words which I command you shall be in your heart. That's just the first verse, and that's not really one that a lot of people focus on with this passage. They usually are focusing on writing it on your doorposts and your gates and all that stuff. I know that's the ones I've always focused on. But Dr. Rogers says here that you should... Focus in on verse number six as a parent, that if you believe the Bible and if you are a Christian, that those things should be in your heart. And if they're in your heart, then they're naturally going to come out in the way that you parent, in the way that you live. And so when it says, and these words which I command you shall be in your heart, he's talking about in that verse, it's talking about the words in the Bible, the things that you have read about the Lord that you know to be true. And so he says, if you don't believe it, he's talking about the Bible and the things that you know about your relationship with the Lord. He says, if you don't believe it, if you don't practice it, just hang it up. You'll never teach it. Don't send them down here to Sunday school. Don't send them to public school. Don't send them to the Christian school and think you've done your duty. It must be in your heart. You teach it convincingly because you're convinced. That's a direct quote from Adrian Rogers in the book. And wow, that statement really, I highlighted it, started all the things because I was just like, That is a really, really convicting way to put it about if you're convinced, then your kids will be convinced, but they can see right through it if you're not. And so this this statement took on another entirely different meaning for me with the year that we've just had with 2020, with the pandemic year, you know, our normal church routines, sending kids to Sunday school, Bible fellowship, small group, home group, whatever it is that your church calls it, because everybody calls it something different. That that is that has been no more. I mean, it's it's all some churches can do to even have a small nursery. And a lot of them don't even do that. A lot of people are still doing virtual church at home and they've pulled out just out of fear or out of health concerns or just personal preference or whatever that may be. And so Sending your kids to Sunday school or sending your kids to Christian school. I know a lot of kids are doing virtual school. You know, all these all these ways that in the past we have 
kind of let people spiritually babysit our kids, if you will, in the way that we know that they're going to get teaching from the word, from the Bible. Like while we go to big, big people church, they're going to go to little people church and they're going to hear the word just like we are. And that's awesome. I think that there's always a need for kids to gather together, just like there's a need for adults to gather together. But it really has opened my eyes and convicted me that for so long, I think we have depended as parents that how much have I depended on a Sunday morning program or Awanas or Cubbies or Wednesday nights or whatever it was in the past, if you would have asked me the same question in 2019, how much have I depended on those things to teach my kids Bible stories to that I could just come alongside those things and just kind of add on to those things, but that those were kind of the the base or the foundation, if you will, for their spiritual learning. And so I'll tell you, when I read this, I was really convicted. Maybe it was just because it was December 2020 and I was majorly reflecting on the year that we just had, but you know, like quite literally, we have been stuck at home. So many of us, we have just completely shut our doors, had way more family time than normal. You know, we haven't, with my son, Jake, we haven't done the like baseball team or flag football team or the extracurricular activities and all the things that were not necessities in errands, like past grocery shopping and things like I'm shopping on Amazon, you know, <laughs> like, and so, so many things have been shifted in the way that we've done life in the way that we've learned about rest and that we've learned about family time, that we've probably learned about ourselves. And I think a lot of it has been hard, if I'm honest, for all of us. But I think a lot of it has really taught us a lot of valuable lessons as well. And one thing that I really want to zone in on today is that, you know, one thing that I've had so many moms tell me in 2020 is this has been such a crazy year. But I'm so thankful for like the family time that we've had and the lessons that we've learned. But one thing that I'm really struggling with, and that's one thing I hear from moms all the time, I don't know what to do with my kids on Sundays. Like I'm, I'm doing virtual church and I try to get them to listen or the older ones to take notes or something like that. And it's just not working. And it, we haven't figured it out the whole year, you know. And so we've, we've started a church plant. So we've actually started having church in the fall of 2020 and we're still having it now, but we, we struggled the same way, you know, from about March to about August and there's really no good answer to it. But one thing that I thought of when I read this passage right here, this, this quote, and then this, this Bible passage right here is that, you know what, maybe this was a good thing for us to all learn. You know, the church is a great way to supplement and, to come alongside the family and to help them um, teach their family and equip parents and just encourage you spiritually. But ultimately, teaching about Jesus, it starts at home. And I think that this pandemic, even though it's had a lot of heartache and a lot of hard things, I think that it has, it has put a magnifying glass on that. I know it has for us at home. And so some people haven't figured that out yet, and, and we've kind of had to trial and error figure that out. But 
I'll just tell you, with my family personally at home, every single night we are doing a Bible story together and we are praying together. And I'm not I'm not going like crazy on Sundays and, you know, doing a craft at home and really going into tons of detail with those types of things. I think that's great and it might happen randomly. But let's be honest, as moms, like sometimes all you can handle doing is just is just a Bible story and and praying with your kids. But you know what? That's something. That is something. And it starts conversations with your kids. And I think that that's so important. You know, I got really convicted because Dr. Rogers asked in this book about teaching them convincingly, you have to be in the word yourself. And so how much scripture are you, are you learning? Are you able to quote how much of the 10 commandments do you know, you know, what are you studying right now that is infiltrating your life that's coming out in the way that you parent, in the way that you teach your kids? And I've just been so convicted by that question. And so he goes on to even say, do you know what your children need to see in your home? They need to see sincere love. They need to see it in you, a burning, passionate, emotional sincerity when it comes to things of God. Kids can spot a phony a mile away. That's so true. And they know whether or not you love God with all your heart. And it is the phoniness of parents by a large that turn kids off to things of God. A love for God and his word is so important. So we must do this convincingly. That is powerful. That is really powerful. And it's so true. Kids really can. They can spot phoniness a mile away. They can spot if you really love them. They can spot if you really love the Lord. And they just, they know, they can read right through it. And that is just such a convicting thing to me that I want to really zone in on the fact that the family is where spiritual growth should be happening with your kids. And then the church, I hope and pray that this year in 2021, that things are able to go back to somewhat normal. But when they do, I don't want them to go back to what they were before. I think that we've all learned such valuable lessons about family time and being at home together and the importance of that, but also about how we've had to take their spiritual their spiritual growth seriously and we've had to do something about it we've had to figure it out because we know that them sitting in online church you know playing with legos or whatever they're doing coloring is not going to be enough they've really they've got to learn more we've got to do more and so for that to happen they've got to see us doing it too and i'm i'm talking to myself just as much as i'm sharing with y'all because this chapter has really has honestly really impacted me and the way that I'm doing things with my own boys. So that's the challenge today about um, teaching your kids convincingly. And it's a challenge to myself. I hope that you have been challenged and encouraged as well for us to take this new year, 2021, um, to take it and to teach our kids that we, that we are loving the Lord, that we are going hard after our relationship with the Lord that we are seeking him convincingly. And in that, it's just going to naturally 
go into our conversations with our kids and our desire to teach them about the Lord as well so that they know that we love them and that we love Jesus. And so I I want you to join me back next month for our devotional, and we're going to talk about how to um, teach your kids creatively about the Word of God. That is the next C that we're going to be doing in February. So join me back for that devotional and Mom and Me and interviews and all the things for February. I thank you so much for listening today. Please go to our social media. It's Faithful31Moms Everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Faithful31Moms.com. And just check out the things that that we're doing, that we're offering. I'm going to put this up, this book, The Ten Secrets for a Successful Family, on there as well when I post about this podcast. And if you are struggling or if you feel like you need community or to reach out, please feel free to message me or Um, send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook or my emails available on our website. That's faithful31moms.com. I hope you have a wonderful day and that you're already enjoying your happy new year 2021. Thanks for joining us. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.